Hey everybody, it's Sarah from I Am No Man. So the episode that you're about to listen to, as I said before, we are doing our part to social distance, so we used Zoom to record this. I've cleaned up a lot of the times that the internet got a little fuzzy, but beyond that, obviously the, the audio quality isn't normally what you're up to. Just deal with it like we are. We, we will be back recording with each other as soon as these restrictions lift a little bit. But until then, we hope you guys are doing well. We hope you're doing your part by social distancing and washing your damn hands. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Fool. No man can kill me. I am no man. Don't worry. She's got help. Don't ever call me. Doll. I'm a motherfucking woman, baby, alright. I need a man to be holding me too tight. I'm a motherfucking woman, baby, that's right. I'm just having fun with my ladies here tonight. I'm a motherfucker. Hello and welcome to I Am No Man, your look at women asterisk in the media. I am your host, Sarah Jameson. With me, as always, is Kelsey. Hi! And Ginger. Yo, yo! (laughs) So things are, if you're, you're probably wondering why we sound so distant, and like one of the critiques we got on Hello Ugly is about saying that it it sounds like we record in other rooms. Um, You're right tonight, at least, because... We are recording this in the middle of the stay-at-home orders for the states of Missouri and Illinois during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is kind of actually also kind of- Not the state of Missouri, just St. Louis City. Uh, St. Louis City, St. Louis City, because uh, because our governor's a dick. Parsons can't be bothered. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. I definitely feel like this is like a a, a nice little event session because we haven't seen each other since before all this shit popped off. So- before we get into our topic today, which is Ginger's first pick, which I'm gonna let her reveal in a minute, instead of like just highlighting some some woman, well, actually, I will in a minute. How have you guys been doing? Because I, because I know this is like a really crazy time. Everybody's nerves and mental psyches are really just all fucked up. So why don't we just all go around and just talk for a minute? Who's first? <laughs> you first. You go. Oh. Okay. Well, I've uh, already done my, like, change your hair, change your life, because I went blonde. <laughs> you. Yep. I like it. I think it matches my personality. Yeah. And then um, I'm officially engaged. I got Woo! to announce it on Facebook. Woo! But really, like, apparently I've just made for this because I've been having a blast. <laughs> Yeah, because you have you work from home most of the time anyway, right? All but one day a month, yeah. So right. for me, she's this is just she's ahead of the curve, right? <laughs> Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve, indeed. Right, right. So I guess, mom, you're next. Everything is awful. I hate it. I'm an extrovert. I need human interaction to survive. You're pretty. Uh, I'm a social worker. I'm a helper. And I'm not allowed to go out and help my people. I'm not allowed to meet with them. 
Uh, and that's frustrating. And it has been heartbreaking explaining to some of them who have a lot of different uh, health issues, how they need to pay attention to the different symptoms. I have one mm -hmm. person who lives with all but one of the symptoms as a side effect of various diagnoses that they have. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, you have to pay attention to your, your body temperature. Cause if you have a fever, that's the only thing you don't already have. So you need to pay attention to that. And so that's, it's, it takes a lot, it takes a lot out of you mm -hmm. to deal with when you're a helper and you have to stay right. inside. So I just, I've been drinking a lot. I, I can't imagine just like, just, I just, I can't. So. Yeah, it's not good. And my little empath heart is just like falling apart. Basically. It's no good. I don't like it. So I have to put it in a box. So yeah. How are you doing, Sarah? I've been okay. So last week I was able to work last week and then Sunday I got the call from my boss that we're shutting down the office and that I was being furloughed and I took it like an adult and by that I mean that I sobbed I sobbed my eyes out that day because I I knew I knew this was coming our business had been slowing down and technically even though we're we're under the essential guidelines I knew it was coming but like it I think everything just hit me at once like this is one of my greatest fears like a pandemic like this the shutdowns like this yeah. and mm -hmm. I've been really good about being brave and just dealing with it and kind of just, this is happening, we have to fucking deal with it. But something about just that moment, about my boss trying to keep it together on the phone calling me, just I, everything just hit me at once. The dam, the dam blew up, bridge, on, bridge over, the, over the river quiet blew up, I'm just like, done. So yeah. I just, so, I, so, I, so Sunday was, so Sunday was hard, but like, I'm trying to keep active. I feel like Desmond in the hatch on Lost, trying to keep active and, and stay quarantined. So, uh, but yeah. it's been, it's, it's been interesting. It really has, but, uh, I've, I've worked out three days in a row, which is more than I have like ever in my life. Yeah. I've been outside a lot. Which yeah. is not which, my personality. Which I just want to say one quick thing. If anyone is listening to this while this is still going on. I just came from uh, dropping something off and I saw a lot of people out at the park, but not practicing social distancing. Going out for walks does not mean that we close the gap of six feet, people, unless it's something right. you're living with. Social distancing. And I hate to say this, credit while credit, credit where credit is due, since we're talking about how shitty our, our governor is compared to Ginger's. Uh, I gotta hand it to Mayor Cruson <laughs> because she's handling this with flying colors i mean granted someone's probably assisting her along the way but she's handling this fantastically she's doing something which, which is, was shocking right right nothing <laughs> but that's it oh I, oh i'm burying the lead here so this is actually very apropos for this podcast um so my hormone dosage got up to uh two milligrams of estradiol which is the the hormone, uh, twice a day. And, um, I'm starting to get boobs. I've got little bitty That's titties. exciting. I've got itty bitty titties. Welcome to the world. They itty hurt. Boobs. They hurt. You'll already. never run again. Nope. Uh -huh. but nope. If this is what, if this is what it takes for me to slow down, Kels, this is what it takes for me to slow down. 
you'll finally walk at a reasonable pace. Because <laughs> my tits are just going to bounce in my face. So this is Ginger's cycle here of picking. I, so I need to like, I need to come up with a better name than cycle for a, a, a woman podcast because. No, I think it's on, on, on brand. So we're, so Ginger, what are we discussing tonight? The Ovester. Yeah. The what? The Ovester, like in Legally Blonde. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Where she was petitioning to have it called an Ovester, not a Sumester because of semen. Damn it. Yikes. So Ginger, what are we discussing and who, and who are we Batter. looking at? We are discussing Mean Girls with an emphasis on Gretchen Wieners, <laughs> the little follower girl. She yeah. is a little follower girl. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I, I would like to quote Janice Ian when talking about Jingle Bell Rock. I'm pretty sure that everybody in the Western world knows about Mean Girls at this point. So it's kind of pointless to like go in and talk about it. I mean, if you don't, watch the movie and come back to us but like this has become I think like, it's such a viewing. <laughs> yes yes this has just become just a phenomenon I mean it already was an obsession when I this came out literally when I was in high school this was my high school movie as far as I was concerned cool 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 I was in college yeah first year of college for me <laughs> I was a freshman in high school when this came out uh-huh so I'm the baby in this group clearly I was uh, almost graduated, I think, at that point. This was really also, like, where I discovered the magic of Tina Fey, I think, too. Because, like, just... What else can be said about Tina Fey that hasn't already been said? She's a fucking genius. She's a bossy pants bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Bossy pants definitely worth worth, uh, reading or listening to. Um... But Mean Girls really is an interesting movie in terms of looking at looking at it through what we look at on this podcast because it's a it's a girls movie for one and it's just very like I would argue it's extremely representative of a girl of a of girls in high school. I can't speak to that for, because I went to an all boys high school, but maybe y'all can weigh in on that. Um, I think oh you go. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Okay. Um, I think that in my high school, I had a very strange high school experience, which I didn't realize was strange until, you know, I got with other people who had gone to a different high school and, and hearing stories about people and how they experienced high school. Uh, I think, you know, mine was just a very, a very special, like, just a special atmosphere of people supporting each other and loving each other, even though we weren't all in the same like click. Like there were clicks. There were like the super rich people, mm-hmm. and then there was the you know the um, art kids and the musical theater nerds and the you know the band geeks and you know all of that. The whole you know all those tables or whatever were represented. But in my high school, we all were still friends with each other, except for certain people, which. Knowing what I know now, maybe that guy was really just an asshole, and people were an asshole to him because he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to point something out before Ginger jumps in on this. I just want to say that there is one stereotype that Tina Fey 
did not nail in terms of high school. And that's when they're going around the cafeteria saying that the band geeks are sexually active because I couldn't get laid to save my life. You were at an all boys wait. <laughs> well, for a number of reasons, for a number of reasons, not just because it was all boys, not just because oh, I was the gay. The things in my school were getting it hard. Getting not, it. not at mine. What about in Freeburg? Not at mine either. I was about to say, what about in Freeburg? I mean, I'm sure there were sexually active band geeks, but I sure as fuck wasn't one of them. <laughs> but um, it was definitely very clicky because it was a small, like, I, I think my graduating class was less than 100 people, which is pretty small usually. Yeah. And uh, so for it was like almost like exaggerated clicks on where I was at. So I, I definitely wasn't like this teenage girl, but I could see it being a thing. For sure. Right. Yeah. And I mean, our focus obviously is on Gretchen Wieners, play one of the plastics, uh, played by the fantastic Lacey Chabert. Right. Yes. Yeah. Par- Party of Five. And she was all uh, in the, the Lost in Space movie. She's also been in a bunch of Hallmark movies that I'm sure Kelsey's probably watched. I haven't watched any of hers because they are mostly really Christian. Christian based oh. and I don't fucks with that. No, I can't say. <laughs> yep. But Gretchen is like the perfect like lieutenant for uh Regina George, total follower. Um yep. she's the if you want to put a Game of Thrones comparison on, she is the Lord Varys of of uh whatever the high school's name is, because she knows everybody's secrets. North North something. North Shore. North Shore. North Shore. Yeah. Yes, North Shore Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it in. I don't even care. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> He's feeding the doge right right in here. So you could probably hear her munching and crunching. It's fine. We all I, I've said. already put the disclaimer out that, that the audio is not gonna be where it normally is. Right. Like, like I'm, they're gonna like interrupt this, and nobody's gonna go. She doesn't even go here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're 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 pot adjacent. adjacent. Right. Yes. And none for Gretchen Weedy, he said. Yeah. <laughs> none for Mona Chase. <laughs> yeah. I'm officially and and by the way, that's what we're I, I'm calling the, this episode of the pod and none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. <laughs> so, I mean, Gretchen is, as we've, like I said, she's loyal to a fault. She's a total gossip. She's basically me. We're going to, uh, let's just get this out of the way. I disagree because you're the leader. I'm the Regina of this group. You're the leader of the groups. Would I know Ginger if you didn't exist? In my world, no. Would Samantha and Dre know each other if you didn't exist in their world? No. Like, you're you're the Regina, but not in a douchey way. But these sweatpants are all that fit me right now. Sure, sure. That's fine. Your ass is coming in. But, like, with, with Gretchen, she's too afraid to be the leader. And, I mean, you can... And that's something that's super relatable for a lot of girls, especially high school girls, is being too afraid to really voice 
what you want. Like, no, I want to wear my hoop earrings. These were a gift and they're beautiful and I want to wear them. You know, she, there's so many girls, women now, and so many girls, you know, in that age bracket who are just afraid of standing up for themselves and who are afraid to get lost in the crowd. So then sometimes they do stuff that maybe they wouldn't necessarily do and isn't necessarily part of their personality because, you know, I, they need to be the lieutenant, you know, they know that if they're the lieutenant, like they, they'll be included at all times. Mm -hmm. Right. I kind of like your connection also because that's, we already kind of talked about that when we covered Cordelia with Buffy uh, a couple episodes ago about not wanting Right. It's very much that. Yes. Yes. But I also like that in a way, I mean, like, yes, it's played for laughs. Uh, Gretchen is kind of smart. Like, I mean, she makes some decent points about Caesar, Caesar. during her rant. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, after like the 10th watch of that movie, you're just like, she makes some good points. They're definitely clouded in, clouded in, a, in, a, in a rage cloud, but there's some good points. We should, yeah. totally, we should totally stab Caesar. Well, I like what I like about the mean girls is that they don't do that trope of you can't be popular if you're smart. Right. Like Katie does it, but she doesn't do it because she wants to be popular. She does it as a way to get, get regular time with Aaron Samuels. And even Aaron Samuels is like, you should, why would you do that? That's stupid. Why would you, you know, at the end when it all comes out. Right. And so I really like that about mean girls where it's not a case of like, you have to be stupid to be pretty or you have to be pretty and stupid or whatever. Like it's, you can be, especially at the end, you can be exactly who you are and let your personality really show through in, you know, in whatever way it, you feel good about. Which is a great, me- which is just such a great message. I also would like to point out that Jonathan Bennett, who plays Aaron Samuels, is family. Totes. He hell yeah. He hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Wasn't and he on Big Brother not too long ago? N- like the American version? No. I don't know. But no. he's been in a couple of Hallmark Chris- or Lifetime Christmas movies. And he, yeah. he did so good. Soup's fresh. Loved it. I mean, I, I, I mean, my parents watch Cake Wars. So that's all I really know him from at this point. Watch what? Cake Wars. Yes, Cake of course. So <laughs> yes, he was also on Dancing with the Stars at one point, I think too. He was. He did really what? good with that. Ooh, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This is when I think this is, is when you and I were still watching it, Kels. I, I go back and forth. I'm not watching this season, but I did watch some of last season. You know, I just I'm all over the place, and it doesn't even seem to matter who was, who's in it because when Joey McIntyre, my all-time forever love, um, was in it, I didn't. I was just like, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other points to talk about with Gretchen. I mean, also, <clears throat> like, going back to what you were saying about um, the fact that she doesn't want to step out of the shadow, I mean, or, or step out of her, like, lieutenant role, that's even still true at the very end when, like, everyone kind of rearranges themselves. And she still, even with, mm-hmm. the, even with the Asian folk, I mean, she learns how to speak Korean, I'm assuming, and uh, I don't know. I, and she manages to just be a lieutenant for them, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do- one thing I really like 
um, is she's just really supportive, you know, like she is just like trying to cheer on whoever it is that needs to be cheered on, you know, like she tells, you know, she tries to make fetch happen, which, you know, this is, that's her trying to, trying to exert some of herself into the, into the world and try to take some kind of control over things. And then Regina's like, no, spike, you know, like when they spike the ball from the volleyball. Yes. I don't know why I changed the sport. God. (laughs) They, when they're talking about bodies, Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's good that they're only talking about things that are completely ridiculous things to judge themselves on, like uh, their shoulders and their shoulders. nail beds. Nail bed. And isn't her her hairline? Is, isn't her it, hairline? Isn't it? It's none of it is size. It's mm-hmm. all just things that are completely ridiculous. And I, I didn't. I missed it at the time. Cats. Yeah. Um, but in looking at it, like with a judging eye, you know, it, it kind of makes it makes you think about like, well, it's all ridiculous, yeah. you know, like me being weird about, about this little like chin nub thing that I have, like, you know, or whatever, whatever yeah. weird thing you're weird about. Mm-hmm. I have really kind of helps show what's that. No, no, go ahead. I was, I was going to, uh, it was a joke. Just finish up your point. Cause I was going to say something. Okay. It just shows that whatever thing you are, judging yourself on no one really notices and no one really cares because they're busy judging themselves correct Mm -hmm. i mean i have really bad breath in the morning (laughs) i'm sure you do everyone fucking does yeah mine's like stank breath like it's bad but that's not do you brush your teeth before you go to bed i do i'm i'm problem is i'm a mouth breather so you are a mouth breather (laughs) ah the shade, the shade of it all. I am, this also, just this movie in general, like, plays so well, and not in, like, a totally bad way with LGBT. Because, I mean, we've got, we've got mm-hmm. Daniel Franzese as one of the, like, sparkly, shiniest, gayest people in film, probably since Rip Taylor. Too gay to function. <laughs> yes. Right. And then we've got, like, the pseudo, like, I kind of like that it's not totally made clear. I mean, like, it's technically, like, in the burn book that Janice is listed as a dyke. It's not mm-hmm. totally made clear if she's, like, pan or if she's questioning or if she just doesn't give a fuck she's about ladies. Yeah. yeah. Which, I, which I really I do. Think people just would throw that around, though. Like, you know, oh, mm-hmm. well, she's, she's just a lesbian, blah, 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 and, like, use it in a derogatory fashion right. back in that time, I feel right. like. And another th- another thing that I appreciate about the movie as well is kind of like what Kelsey is talking about, like with representation on the bodies and stuff. I love that we have like every every type of girl in this movie. You got right, right. Like, you got the, you got the, you've got the jocks, you've got the skinny pretty girls, you've got the girls who eat their feelings, you've got the unfriendly black hotties, yeah. you've got, the, you've got yeah. the Asians. I just cool like Asian. Yeah, cool Asians. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then there's, pe- there's plenty of people of color. There's also, you know, there's someone who's a little person. There's someone who uses a wheelchair. Like they're using, getting, making sure that there's, you know, someone for everyone to see like, Hey, people go to school, which, just <laughs> like me. which I really, but you don't see that in so many 
no, so you many really movies don't. that you, are about regular life. You really don't. Like the fact, like I laughed at it the first time I saw it. And then I'm thinking more of the logistics of it and the inclusiveness of it during the apologies scene after the burn book is released where our girl in the wheelchair, like they, I, I don't see how that happened. Like it was funny on first mm -hmm. viewing, but then I'm like, how did they get her down without like breaking the chair? Yeah. Well, it would have to be a lot of really strong people because well, it's a manual wheelchair, so it's probably not that heavy, but with a person in it, it's kind of different. Absolutely. But I wouldn't trust somebody. Like logistic-wise, it it would it could happen with the right people. But just like in, you know, celebrations at weddings where there's the person in the chair and they lift them up. But it's not, you know, in that situation, that's unlikely, and they it wouldn't have done like that. And and it's kind of shitty, I think, that they would use, that they would like have her basically just roll off the back of the table because nobody who uses a wheelchair is gonna do that. Right. But. So. Okay, so before we like, I I don't want to end this like too seriously because this is like such a great movie, and we can just talk about we we could talk about it all night. I definitely want to talk about like some of our favorite parts, some of the like just the just the hilarious parts or things we've never noticed until repeat watchings. But let's before we do that, Kelsey, what's the Bechdel test? Yes. And does this and does this movie pass it? The Bechdel test was a uh, test created by Alison Bechdel, who uh, wanted to have some sort of way to measure how women are portrayed in the media and we've expanded that to include people who are not men basically women uh non non-binary gender expansive all the all the wonderful beautiful things that humans are uh, that are not men and um and the test is do two people who are not men talk to each other about something that is not men and preferably they would both have names. Right. So would this, this, I want to say this movie passed the test and I'm trying to like, I'm 100% passes. Um, but not like the whole time for sure. Cause no. there's a lot of air. Yeah. There's a lot of talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his, but his hair looks so sexy pushed back. No. Okay. Uh, definitely. I would say. <laughs> it does lot, look sexy. Yes. A lot of the stuff I will say that like uh, that Katie and Janice talk about is uh, like it's mostly about Regina and revenge, so they pass the test on that. Um, a lot of the stuff, I mean, Gretchen herself, she knows a lot of secrets though, so it's like it's either about mm -hmm. Aaron or Shane Omen, with them. right. And like Miss Norberry, I mean, she's not all about a dude. It, so no, she's not all about no, it. No, because she got divorced and then she tried like she she realizes that she kind of sucks like trying to push men into other things that they're not supposed to do, like right. like her ex-husband. Right. But when Norbury and uh Katie are talking about like math and mathletes yeah. and stuff, like that's not dude talk. Nope, totally exactly. totally isn't. Okay, so um <laughs> Let's just talk. Let's let's wrap this up and let's try. Let, let's get all of our like yayas out about this pandemic. Just talking about like our favorite parts that like we always love or things that we just saw like the first time like after repeat viewings. Let's talk. When the bus hit her, it blew my mind. It like, like nothing <laughs> like that had ever happened. I legit in a movie, for real. I, I legit gasped in the theater. I saw that. Yeah, movie. I gasped. <laughs> like even like all the the shocking things that have happened in like. 
uh, Jawbreaker, Heathers, and just every like classic like teen girl movie in high school. Nothing happened like with a fuss. Right. But she lived, so that was helpful. Yeah. True. Uh, things that I can't unsee after I've learned them involves, like, I think it's only a few years, like three or four years, but um, Amy Poehler is only, like, three or four years older than uh, Rachel McAdams, her on screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's really, it's really odd to watch it now and be like, yeah. <laughs> You guys, that's kind of, and, that, and Kelsey, I'd like to say that you definitely, you are Mrs. George of the house down. Mom energy, at least. Because I'm just throwing out condoms and dancing along and. Do you well, have rock boobs? <laughs> no. Not right now. No, but. No, thank you, please. <laughs> um, They're soft. There's, there's some other stuff that I've noticed that like, especially after learning things like, they wanted this to be an R an R rated like black comedy originally, so there's some lines. That right. Can, well, the well the muffin thing was originally cherry cherry popped, and they couldn't say it. Cherry popped. Yeah. Right. Right. And then originally it was um, not made out with a hot dog; it was masturbated with a yep. hot dog, which makes yeah. more sense, really. It, it, it makes more sense. It does. Like, I mean, like, made out with a hot dog is kind of weird, but, uh, but I mean, hey, practice, you're practicing where you can. You it, is that? <laughs> Kevin G still cracks me up, but I will say, on repeat viewings, he is a little skis, but I do, Jason cracks, Jason's got some good quality, like, comedy time. Yeah. With, whether right. it's being hit in the face with the boombox, telling, to, uh, reading the burn book that makes the two uh, cool Asians fight each other. Right, right, right. Drink pack and Sunjin Din. Yes, and um, actually, no, Kelsey, I take it back. You're not giving, a, you don't give off Mrs. George vibes from this movie. More the, uh, Principal Duvall's secretary. Wild! No, the girls have gone wild! <laughs> <No>. Yep. <laughs> I'm just shocked at everybody's just like wildness. Yes. Also, <laughs> Tim Meadows as uh, as as Principal Duvall is like like the unsung. He's hero. so tired. He like he cracks me up so much. Like and it's and he delivers Tina Fey's dialogue like just so perfectly. My fi- one one of my favorite lines in there is I ought to cancel your spring fling, but I'm not going to do that because we've already paid the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep you here all night. <laughs> four. I will keep you here until four. <laughs> <laughs> just i mean okay yeah so i have a question i might have an answer if you could only quote one quote from mean girls for the rest of your life oh my god which one would it be oh <laughs> there's another country no can't handle it Mel can't handle it. She's just like speed quoting. That's okay. She's like, I'm a reg- I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> I really believe there's a Mean Girls quote for every situation. There, there really so. is. Kind of like, kind of like there's like a Trump tweet for every situation. There or that. No, we are not including him. No, no, but but there. But I I agree. There is a Mean Girls quote for every situation. I would honestly say. I say she doesn't even go here a lot, so that's probably mine. Yeah. You also say, okay, go home a lot. Yeah, that's usually when I'm pissed off with people, though. Like, I'm just like, okay, go home. 
You know, I take it yeah. back. See, I think I, would, I think I'd go with boo, you whore. Yeah. I yeah. that one a lot. <laughs> I've said that to Bray a lot when she bails on me when we go out. Right? Leave Grandma alone. Listen here. She, she's saying she's this big old extrovert today because she's been stuck inside all this time. I'm like, you've been stuck inside on the Friday nights. This is nothing new. Your Nana and I have that in common. <laughs> Kelsey, what would yours be? Oh, gosh. It, I guess it, I guess it would probably be she doesn't even go here, but maybe say crack again. <laughs> crack. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no 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 no! I'm sorry for having a big lesbian crush on you. Suck on that. That is a I, I, that's a real good question. I think we should pose that maybe to the Facebook. When I put this episode, yeah, up, yeah. I might have to put I might have to pose that question. But. You get one. For the, rest of, your for the life. rest of your life, which one's it gonna be? I like that, and and I'm gonna even add a bonus to see if you, if it's gifable. Is is Mel still quoting on the still still speed quoting on the side? No, she's lost interest. She's done. Okay. Um, I have some uh, general advice for y'all. Yeah. Don't have sex because you will get AIDS and you'll die. <laughs> you will get pregnant and die. Everybody <laughs> takes your condoms. So that's so that's so that's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is Sam. <laughs> that is Sam. But Shit. She knows, but she knows not to spell chlamydia with a K. Right. K-L-A. Yeah, God. Uh, All right. So coach. that's it for this episode tonight. Ginger, what's 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 next on your in your picks? What are we gonna be talking about next time? Well, we're gonna get real nerdy and shit next time. <laughs> We're going to be watching some Star Trek Ting, as I like to say. Ting. <laughs> the next generation. And ting. It's, and, it's, and it's early Ting, because that's what we decide on, right? First season, so uh, Beardless Riker, and yeah, that's going to be a good one. I red think. shirt Jordy and Yar's still in it. Beardless yeah, Riker. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a beard in this one. Yeah, which by the way, your episode. Season. Which by the way, your episode descriptions, like in that one, ask me my top three anything, was amazing. The one with this, the one where Picard's trapped in the elevator, turbo lift, by the way. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, make sure that you're subscribed to our socials, which is all SRJ Podcast Productions on Facebook and Instagram. It's SRJ Podcast uh, Pro on the Twitter. We will be back next time. Hopefully it won't be over Zoom, but if we have to, we have to. And, and if that is the case, make sure y'all asses are social distancing too. So. Yup. Yup. All right. So until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. I am a woman. Hear me roar. In numbers too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend. Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down